On today's episode of Locked On Suns, a deep dive into Kevin Durant's MVP-worthy start to the season for the Phoenix Suns, offense, defense, and we'll look a little bit ahead to where this thing could go from here. Let's go. You are Locked On Suns, your daily Phoenix Suns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we're back. This is Locked On Phoenix Suns. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and I'm your host, Brendan Clean, a credentialed media member covering the Suns for the past seven seasons, a writer at suns.com, and a host of the Just Basketball Show, wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for making this podcast your first listen. Happy Tuesday. We're free and available everywhere, so just hit follow or subscribe wherever you're finding this show, including YouTube. Get a show, a new episode of this show, in your feed Every Monday through Friday, become an everydayer, get locked onto the Phoenix Suns right along with me. Exclusive content on the Locked On Suns Insider Text Alerts, the Locked On Suns TikTok channel, and premium, well, exclusive, I should say, audio only episodes, game preview style, every game day on the audio feed of this podcast as well. If you are finding the show on YouTube, head over to the audio for those game previews, but also Appreciate you as well. Community of more than 6,000. Drop a comment below with your thoughts on Kevin Durant's season so far. He has been excellent. Nothing short of MVP caliber and a big, the only reason the Suns were able to survive the early part of their tumultuous season already. Today's show brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 into your account if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. More from them later on. Let's hit the offense first with Durant. But before that, I'm going to let you in, right? If you're a YouTube viewer especially, there's a decent chance that you're a, uh, con- a, 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 a Kevin Durant stan, okay? There's a lot of you who subscribe to the YouTube channel. And somehow along the way, there became this idea that I am some sort of hater or doubter or that I do not fully and, and maximally respect Kevin Durant, appreciate Kevin Durant. I don't know. I have a Brooklyn Nets Kevin Durant shirt, a jersey, right, that I bought at the NBA store in New York City when I went, when my wife and I went to celebrate her graduation from esthetician school in the fall of 2019. You might remember that as Kevin Durant and his missed season from the NBA. So before Durant ever showed us what he could be in Brooklyn, I bought a shirt to celebrate his performance that I was expecting would come. Last year, I, st- I still have that shirt. Last year, I start a national NBA podcast, the Just Basketball Show, which I promo at the beginning of this as part of the stuff I do at the beginning. We did an episode right when, our first episode ever, right after Durant got hurt last season. 
And I told my co-hosts and our audience that I was more than prepared to sing the praises of Kevin Durant as an MVP candidate. And the praises of the Brooklyn Nets, despite the Kyrie drama, the Steve Nash firing, and everything else going on with that team, that uh, the Ben Simmons questions, everything, right? That they were a championship contender. The day that Kevin Durant went down with his injury last year, the Brooklyn Nets were second in the Eastern Conference, and they were on a 55-win pace in terms of the standings. If Durant had not gotten hurt, you don't know. Maybe Kyrie never gets traded. Maybe Durant. I mean, surely Durant doesn't get traded then. And they might literally have been a title contender, a real team that pushed the Milwaukee's, the Miami's, and the Boston's for a spot in the NBA Finals, just like they did two years prior, the last time they were healthy and gelled in time for the postseason. I say all that to say that's the type of season Kevin Durant is having again. And I have some numbers for you that we will dive into across all these different categories and everything else. Kevin Durant is having a season where all the great things you would have said about him last year, help defense, efficiency, playmaking, scoring, a lot of it is at the same levels as it was last season when I fully believed him to be an MVP candidate and fully believed a flawed but dominating Nets team to be a championship contender. And so that's where we start, right? Kevin Durant is having an equivalent season effectively to what he did last year so far. And yes, maybe he has not gotten enough respect for that. Maybe, well, clearly me panicking a little bit after the first game of the season was over the top, but he's reversed a lot of the trends that we saw last year, even when he was a son, as well as in that Warriors game. And I'll get into that. But I just wanted to lay the foundation for how much I respect this guy, what he's capable of leading teams to be, as if the first 12 games, 13 games of this year didn't tell us that already. And any doubt that I had coming into the year was around some of the trends that I pointed out in terms of creation, individual creation ability, turnover proneness, if you want to turn that into a word, and the three-point shooting at the end of last season was weird, right? And then injury and age, right? That Those are the obvious things. People think that I'm casual or cavalier about the injuries to Duran as if I'm like laughing at his like physical pain. No, that's insane. I, I'm, I'm saying it, if any time I've ever been goofing around with it, it's because it is crazy that he suffered the same injury two years in a row. That is just a wild situation and fluky thing to have happen. And so, yeah, maybe I've chuckled. I'm not an idiot. I'm not sitting here laughing at somebody getting hurt on a basketball court. So please chill. But what he's also proven in that regard this year from an injury standpoint and everything else is he's not breaking down, right? That's not the type of thing that we're seeing. And, and so again, the reason I emphasize why I might've chuckled about it in the past is that, or, or joked or anything is 
it's only been the fact that people have fallen on him and that his legs have gotten damaged from it. And then obviously the ankle tweak on the practice court before his original home debut was scheduled in Phoenix. He's not having soreness and lingering this and recurring that and chronic this other thing. And I'm, I have no, nothing about what he has done the past two years makes me think he's slowing down at all, despite being 35. So with that said, let's dive into what it has looked like. Because big picture, all of that that I just said remains true. And the Suns are getting a top 5 or 10 NBA player to pair with the one that they developed themselves. And obviously a, a really promising assortment of role players who I broke down really fit Durant's game. I broke that down yesterday on the Jazz recap, which you can check out in the feed. But let's dive into the numbers. Let's dive into the specifics. What has his actual performance looked like so far? What's driving his success on either side of the court next? First, today's show brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Score early this NBA season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook and the official sportsbook of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 straight to your account if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action. The app is easy to use. On top of those money line bets, there's more options for you, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I am looking now at the Suns' odds on Tuesday night against the Portland Trailblazers. I would hope that they're a pretty significant favorite. They are indeed. 13 and a half points. That feels like a nice minus 950 money line bet to lay five bucks on and get that bonus bet. I mean, I'll just might as well lock that in. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NBA season in style. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. All right, we're keeping it rolling here celebrating Kevin Durant as he very much deserves. We're going to go with interior scoring and overall efficiency on the offensive end here. I have a lot of numbers for you and a lot of places that, frankly, he could even keep getting better with now that Booker is healthy, now that this team is starting to gel and hit another level. <coughs> First, reminder, join the Locked On Suns Insider Group where you can get my first reaction to all Suns news. And rumors, including Sham Sharania's reporting today about Bradley Beal, I gave exclusive access to my thoughts, and that sounds funny, but it's true, to my Locked On Suns Insider subscribers. You get official game day content from me as well, behind the scenes, stuff I see, stuff I hear at Footprint Center, including Tuesday night when you're listening to this, where I will be there to watch Suns Blazers, and exclusive Weekly video breakdowns delivered, all of that delivered directly to your phone. You can also respond directly to me, ask me questions. I'll do Q&As there from time to time and more. If that sounds like something you would like, more content, more thoughts, more analysis, be in the know all the time about the Suns, click the link in the show description below or visit joinsubtext.com slash Suns. Again, click the link below. That's easiest in the description wherever you're listening or watching. Interior scoring from Kevin Durant. Let's start with the big one. 10.8 drives per game this season. 
8.8 last season. That's the number one thing that has impressed me and proved me wrong versus what we saw him do last year and in Brooklyn and Phoenix and in that Warriors game where he was getting stopped by help defense and turning the ball over or settling for bad shots. And I guess you could say the Lakers game too in that first week of the season. Coupled with that though, 20% of his shots, so one out of every five shot attempts that Kevin Durant takes this season has come at the rim. That was only 15% last year, but the efficiency is the same. So when he gets to the basket, he's making those layups and dunks at a similar rate, but he's taking more of them. That's an incredible way to maintain your effectiveness and and be less predictable as a scorer and obviously drive high-level offense every minute you're on the court, which is exactly what he's done. The last ingredient to the interior scoring prowess that we have seen Durant demonstrate so far this season is that he's drawing fouls on nearly 16% of his shot attempts. So again, almost one out of every five times that he takes a shot, he is getting a, getting fouled. That can be and ones, that can be you know everything. That mark would be the highest for him since his first season with the Warriors, which, if you need any reminding, was seven years ago. So... You come off of last year's playoffs where guys like Russell Westbrook, Eric Gordon, Aaron Gordon, even Christian Brown or Bruce Brown are blockading him from the basket, forcing him into tough pull-up jumpers that he doesn't want to take and turnovers. He has found ways with better spacing more free-flowing offense, more catered to his style as we saw in Golden State, as we saw in Brooklyn, to get to the basket more consistently, finish more efficiently, and get to the free-throw line more often. Those are all the checks you want to feel like the guy is heading in the direction that he needs to head, bouncing back from a weird playoffs that was still incredible. I mean... To say last year was a down playoffs feels silly, but he didn't shoot the three ball well and he turned it over a lot. Those were real things, which brings us to the three ball and the efficiency overall. He's shooting 49% on threes this season. And look, it's early, right? A lot of everything here, everything is with the caveat that it's early, but he's still already taken 61 threes and he's made 30 of them. I mean, you're talking about really high level stuff and It's contested threes like it was on multiple signature wing pull-up threes that he took in Utah over the weekend. But uh, efficiency doesn't just mean shooting, right? It means how are you using possessions? When you're in control of the offense, is it generating good stuff? And I want to add here too, I'm committing to you all that I'm going to do the Locked on Suns insider video breakdown on Kevin Durant this week. So if that doesn't convince you, if the regular pitch doesn't convince you that I'm doing work for this, I'm making it worth your while, you now get KD love in your text feed as well. But again, efficiency doesn't just mean shooting. He has a 3 to 1 assist to turnover ratio, better than 3 to 1 so far this season. 70, sorry, that's not true. <laughs> I have that wrong. 
looking at the wrong numbers. I, I shouldn't say assist to turnover ratio. I mean, assist percentage versus turnover percentage is about the same as last season. Assist percentage is around 25-26%. So on a quarter of the possessions that he's on the court, he is assisting. And that number is about double what the turnover rate is. Now, with how much he has the ball, how high his usage rate overall is, and how much the level of difficulty, especially early in the season, has been, that's totally fine. If anything, I would say that not having Booker early and, and being able to still create for teammates and not turn the ball over in line with how his numbers looked as a son playing with Booker at the end of last regular season or early in the Brooklyn time when Kyrie was out there, a lot of it with him. Those are all things that should actually make you optimistic, which brings us to the final kind of possession efficiency stuff here. He's turning the ball over more on his pick and roll ball handling possessions than he did last season. He is turning the ball over more in isolation than he did last season. And his overall efficiency in those situations is not as good. That's kind of what I'm speaking to though, right? It's expected. He's playing a lot of minutes with, you know, both a Kogi and Goodwin out there or, you know, Gordon and Allen who are trying to be point guards, but aren't. And, Yusuf Nurkic, who I asked KD about developing chemistry with, and he acknowledged it's going to take communication. There's going to be breakdowns. There's going to be, but that's because of kind of the level of difficulty of what they were trying to do, which is use their seven foot center. Who's been playing for a bad team for the past few years as like their point guard, right? He did all of that and basically maintained his levels from last year, maybe a little worse in a few spots with inferior personnel and injuries and all that stuff. So when you zoom out, you're talking about roughly in line with an MVP caliber season from last year, some obvious weak points because of the situation around him, but clear areas where now that Booker's there and you see a game where on Sunday night immediately Durant adjusts, the ISOs and post-ups aren't quite working because Utah just says, no, we're not letting you get those anymore. We're going to send doubles with Kelly Olynyk and everything else. What happens? Durant turns into a playmaker, 10 assists, right? That's the type of adjustment you're going to see going forward. And before I get too far ahead of myself there, because I do want to talk about what he can do more in the context of this team, I want to cover some ground defensively. So we'll do that next. First, today's show brought to you as well by Prize Picks. With the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from Prize Picks Unique Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. Remember, Prize Picks does not feature pools, head-to-head, leagues, any of that. It is you versus the prize picks player projection, meaning in a league like the specials league, which is just called a league because you're competing against in a specific kind of category, you can combine LeBron James, Travis Kelsey, 10 and a half combo of threes made in receptions. Hammer the more, right? You're picking more or less on those projections. Again, across sports, across a ton of stats, prize picks, offers quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types, making it the number one daily fantasy sports app. So, 
Have some fun. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Code locked on NBA when you make your first deposit to get it matched up to $100. That means if you put $100 in, PrizePix doubles that right into your account. On us, PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, we're closing out the show. Defense. I have a deflection stat for you, and then I have some thoughts on lineups and where this Suns team might be headed. want to remind you first to check out the Locked on Suns TikTok account, where you can get game day reaction videos, game recap videos after every Suns game outside of the time when I'm sick, as you could hear and see on last yesterday's podcast, which is why I did not do a TikTok, as well as some silly stuff and fun stuff along the way. Follow there. Reminder on the game preview shows, that will be up later in the morning on your audio feed if you subscribe to the Locked on Suns podcast on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen. So those will not be going up on YouTube, but they will be on audio. More content for you guys all year long, so please take advantage, and I hope you appreciate it. Give me feedback. Give me your thoughts on all of this, too. I want it to be for you, of course. 26 total deflections for Kevin Durant this season. Now, that's not exactly the top of the NBA. That's not some sort of groundbreaking, record-breaking number. But what it is is tied from a Sun standpoint with both Josh Okoge and Jordan Goodwin, which means that the guys we think of as the Sun's best defenders havoc wreckers, right? Guys who are just out there to defend. Kevin Durant is getting the same number of deflections as those guys. And this is another area where statistically you're just looking for continuity, right? His steal percentage is roughly even. Nothing incredibly high. Block percentage dipped a little bit from last year, but it's higher than two years ago. So in line with what you're looking for. On-off and sort of the catch-all stats are going to hurt Durant right now. They're not going to look as good because personnel-wise, you wouldn't look at last year's Brooklyn team and necessarily feel like it was equipped to be some sort of dominant defense. But the big thing that that, that team had was Nick Claxton and the way that they could switch and be a little bit more risk-taking as a defense in Brooklyn last year because they knew that one of Durant or Claxton would be there as a a last line of defense to protect the rim and help and take away the paint was huge. And so when it's Yusuf Nurkic, you're not going to look as good. What I will say is lineups with Eubanks and Durant have a about two point better defensive rating than Durant's overall numbers and is, let me see, I want to make sure I have the number correct, about two points better than lineups with Durant and Nurkic, right? And so if you follow that pattern, I think it's pretty clear to see that the Suns are four points better so far this season overall per 100 possessions with Drew Eubanks on the court, and the defense especially has been (coughs) substantially better 
almost five points better with Eubanks on than Nurkic. So that's just one layer of kind of how the lineups are coloring the data defensively for Durant and all the starters. But long-term, big picture, as we look toward the rest of the season, I think what we've seen from Durant this past week and Locked on Suns Insider subscribers got a defense breakdown in last week's video where I showed a lot of stuff from Durant and it was a few things, right? He's smart and I don't want to say aggressive, but heads up in terms of those interior deflections and steals and blocks. But he, they're also not afraid to switch him. They're also not afraid to throw him at the top of a funky zone defense or a box and one, which is somewhat of a zone itself, and use his length and size and, and IQ to disrupt opposing defenses. I've liked that you know, from a coach in Frank Vogel that previously used a guy like Anthony Davis as somewhat of a Swiss Army knife disruptor, he's not afraid to use Durant in the same way. I expect more of that. I expect chemistry to build with some of those help rotations and everything else. I expect bigger lineups more consistently, as we saw at times against Utah. And I expect some small ball lineups where... Maybe the defense is obviously not the point, but where we can see Durant make some plays as a defender, create turnovers, get a stop one-on-one in perimeter situations, help situations where he's having to do more. You're going to see them rely on him and, and maximize and take advantage of him. And I think that might be the place I'm looking. The efficiency, the turnovers, those are going to get better playing with Booker and a healthy lineup and ultimately Beal down the line. That's why this roster was built how it is. The underlying numbers of how often he's playing in certain situations and shot making and things like that are all more than fine. So that will trend in the right direction. I'm looking at the defense. How much can he add a ceiling to this Suns defense that wasn't there? last season without him or any season prior to this, right? How close can he get to looking like last year's Nets Kevin Durant once the personnel develops that chemistry and the right types of players are on the court more consistently? And I can't wait. I don't know if this guy will win MVP. I do think him and Booker will kind of compete against one another. And MVP is a useless conversation. That's not the point. The point is he's had that type of start in line with a lot of those other players and there's more meat on the bone. That'll wrap us up. Links below to Locked on Suns Insider Text Alerts, TikTok, and of course the audio feed where you can get game previews on every game day this season. Tons more content, so lock into all of that. Lock on to the Suns with this show tomorrow with a recap after Suns Blazers and more throughout the week. I'll talk to you then.